night, folks. Another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. We're back. Uh, a little bonus episode this week. We got another like 30 or 40 minutes in us. And I uh, wanted to get it out there just to break up the monotony of, what was it, a five-day layoff? Scheduled yeah, this, for this week for the Bruins? This is, like, sounds fucking is, brutal. This is like a bye week right now. Yep. Don't we have a scheduled bye week at some point, too? Like, didn't they start doing that with a sometime in, like, February where we have, like, a week off? I feel like we don't have any time off in January or February looking ahead at the schedule. Oh, good. I might be wrong in February, but I feel like January is like a fucking gauntlet. Yeah, there's one month where we have like 15 games. Yeah. And I think it's too much. It. Yeah. But it's, it's too much. Yeah. I know like AHL has like a little bit of time off right after uh, right after Thanksgiving, I think. It's like Thanksgiving or uh might even be actually right after christmas break i know there's like six seven days off because it's typically every year like a week that i'm off is a week that teams are off and it's like oh cool so i won't go to any games that's fine cool i I didn't want to do that anyway no man fuck that uh i'm planning on going to three hockey games in the next four days so i can't really complain right now but we will we will see how that pans out yeah uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about on the episode earlier in the week uh, is definitely worth talking about now because there has been some post-game interviews, stuff like that circulating, uh, more discontent around this player by a small portion of a very loud piece of the fan base. But uh, Jake DeBrusque, one goal in 14 games. Are you super concerned right now? Are you are you concerned about not finishing? Do you think it's effort? Andrew, you put this on our itinerary the other day. I'm assuming you had some sort of game plan uh, or rant to uh, accomplish here. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor. I would be a whole lot more concerned if he wasn't playing, actually playing well on the ice. I we. You have mentioned this a couple of times, Ian. Uh, what's his shooting percentage this year? Uh, do you want to take a stab at it? I already know it, but no, it's like three percent. Three percent. DeBrusque, Dom Tiano put out an interesting analytic um, where if you map out all of the players on the team that have played with Jake DeBrusque this year, they're Corsi four percentage almost to a man are better when he's on the ice with them. Anybody who's played with the brusque this season, everybody who has played with DeBrusque has done better when they're with, when they're with Jake DeBrusque. I think that's a sign that the play on the ice just isn't matching the play that isn't matching the stat sheet. And a lot of this stuff is really, really hard to miss. If you're just stat watching one goal and four assists in the first 14 games, this is a contract year. Um, and there's a lot of the, the, there's an, un, it, this is an unsustainable puck luck, bad puck luck matter. He's at the post square three times in these 14 games. Including one on a breakaway. You remember, you guys remember that that breakaway where he just he had him dead to rights and just clanged it off the post. It happens. It does happen. But and, and can we before we even finish that thought? Just the thing that keeps coming up, and you just mentioned it. It's a contract year. What the fuck do we care if it's a contract year? Yeah. If he's having a down contract year, and we want to keep DeBrusque, 
not exactly the worst thing in the world. I mean, have a it heater does kind in the of playoffs, benefit us. But that's all we care about. Well, I mean, it's it's Thomas. You mentioned the word. Is it laziness? No. And he 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 said himself, "I'm a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Nobody hates this stretch more than me, but I haven't hated my game." I think that's really good perspective to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he he he's he's aware of it to the nth degree right now. He probably hears it. He probably he probably he definitely hears it. But I'd be more concerned if this was a. I made this comparison. <clears throat> If he was playing like, do you guys remember when Eric Halla? Do you do you guys remember when Eric Halla um, started, and like his first seventeen games here, he had like three points, and he was just getting caved in night by night. Mm-hmm. If he was playing like that, I'd be concerned. But he's been playing his game all year so far. Mm-hmm. Relentless back checking, penalty killing. He's creating chances. He is creating chances. He's sort of he's not creating chances for himself as much as i would like to see so if you th- there are quibbles in his game there are quibbles in his game like i'm not going to say that he's been perfect no, of course not but i think there's always going to be an anti-debrusque sentiment and people are always going to just be kind of waiting waiting watching waiting to pounce on that and a start like this kind of makes people, you know, see, 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 see. I don't disagree with that, but this is a worthwhile conversation for hockey fans. Sure. Especially when you consider not every hockey fan has watched every single game over the past eight seasons, right? Like <laughs> the three of us have watched every game and oftentimes we'll talk about well the same exact happened the same exact thing happened between these four weeks last season every year every single player is the subject other than Pasternak he's well that's a different conversation we talk about a cold streak for every single non-superstar player he starts the season one with it it seems even more damning like you said if his defensive game wasn't top-notch which it is and if great. his facilitating hasn't been there, which it has, mm-hmm. like he's not he's not getting the bounces for sure, but he doesn't look bad on the ice. Not at all. He doesn't I look think bad once on in the a ice. while. I think once in a while he could definitely have a little more aggression. I miss the days where he used to go right at the net. Mm-hmm. He really does calm that down sometimes. Um, other than that, like I'm really just it, it's hard to be worried about it right now, especially when the team record is what it is. It's and time you- to figure this out. Right. And then you get us you get a game like Buffalo where he has one shot on goal and you want to see more of that. You want you want to see less of that. You want to see more shots on goal. You don't want yeah, to I need three shots a game. I need three yeah. shots a game. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Also, this is kind of coinciding with some people starting to recognize uh the I guess the gaps in Johnny Beecher's game where he's not taking those shots. Mm-hmm. DeBrusque is taking the shots. If they're hitting the goaltender in the chest or if they're hitting the post or they're bouncing off the pads, I'd rather see that. Put it yeah. on net and it don't think pass first. But Beecher is also very similar to DeBrusque in the sense that he's a motor. He's in on plays. He gets into the areas that you need him to get in. He back checks, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not, he's not a shooter. He has a decent shot, but he doesn't use it enough. 
DeBrusque is not that problem right now. He is using his shot. He's putting himself in positions to use said shot. It's just not going in. We see this every year, two to three times a year for a David Pasternak, and he still fucking comes out of it, and he still has phenomenal stats. He's top five in goal scoring right now. He's top mm-hmm. five in points. Like he's he's that dude. Debrusque is capable of scoring just as many goals as you think he is because he will shoot the fucking puck. Uh, I do agree with you, Andrew. I think he he has his mind right right now. He recognizes there's a problem, but he also recognizes that it's not systemic and it's just something he's got to work through and there's light at the end of the tunnel. I don't think it's a yips thing. I think it's just it just hasn't happened for him as much as it probably should have. But you and I fucking both know that in the next week or two, he's fully capable of having a two-goal, three-point game. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. And if those three, uh, if those three square post shots go in, we don't have this conversation. Yep, like yep. it's it's a game of inches. And I know Jerry Cheevers once said, "You know what happens when you hit the post? It means you miss the fucking net." Yep. But, I love that quote. I know, me too. But I think it has, I think it has a little bit of weight here. But at what point do we do we get to a point with DeBrusque if this continues to happen, where the bad puck luck bender kind of loses weight? Well, I think to a degree for the coaching, we're already there. He's got bumped down to the third. I don't actually hate because I think uh, Patra and him should really start to create some nice chemistry. Um, Leave that line alone. I like it. I love it. I, 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 I think it's a great spot for him right now. I think it's where he needs to be right now mm-hmm. because Patra is going to find him as he finds fucking everybody. And mm-hmm. DeBrusque is going to get those chances and he's going to finish them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he also like, he gets to be in a weird way. He gets to be the guy on that line. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry about, don't worry about Pasternak or Marshand or, or feeding the, the vet. Guess what, bud? You are not 22 anymore. You You're are the, the vet, vet on this line. You're the vet now. They're feeding you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that doesn't play a huge part in it, but it does matter a little bit, and I think it's a good spot for him. But that excuse that the coaching has already said, okay, look, you're on a cold streak. That's fine. Focus on playing the game the right way, which is what the third line should be. And we'll see how it goes from there. He'll get a promotion after long, too. It's They're going to keep blending the lines, of course. But yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I, I think that's not even really. Nebraska is not going to get benched yeah. when he's playing like this, no, right? He's not going to get moved to the fourth line, and he's much not going to consternation benched. to to that very loud minority of the fan base who just wants him on a rail car out of here for right. whatever. For it, it doesn't make sense because again, you're sitting there going, "Hey, you're this is one of our best defensive forwards." Oddly enough. Like you really want to take him out of the game just because he's snake bitten? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 a guy that even without the goal scoring is adding a lot to the game. We're just excited for the goal scoring to come back. Yeah, hundred percent. If he if he was getting caved in and if he was not showing the effort on the back check and the effort in the penalty kill and the effort in the defensive side of the puck, I would be very concerned. But I'm not. I'm just not. Yeah. We spent a lot of time on DeBrusque. I don't really expect to spend that much time on DeBrusque. We don't expect him to spend much time on a lot of things that we spend a lot of time on. Because we could literally talk about any subject and probably get 20 minutes out of it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I love. I about mean, this. before we hit recording, we uh, basically talked about what venereal disease Andrew could have <laughs> contracted in Vegas, and we talked about that for fifteen minutes, knowing full well he didn't do anything with his penis. <laughs> well, he, he definitely did something with his penis. Just didn't involve a woman uh, <laughs> or a fair, partner. Yeah. I should say it didn't involve a partner. That's what I should very say. Very fair. Very fair. I, I opened uh, the I opened the window. I opened the window to my uh, to my uh, my hotel room, and I just jerked off to the stadium swim. God, that was it happens. Yeah, a random passerby looked up and went, "It's snowing." Yeah. Uh, just just whipped it around. Speaking of whip around, here's the NHL whip around of the week. Let's go ahead and talk about the uh, Oilers firing Woodcroft. What else can they do? What else can they do right now? Fire Ken Holland. Yeah. (laughs) So so there's got to be a pocket of the fan base concerned that Ken Holland hasn't had his power stripped from him. Job or not, Mm -hmm. there's probably been a conversation of like, hey, your signature doesn't mean shit on anything right now. Right. And I mean... Woodcroft's a good coach. I mean, he's what was the his uh, the, the point percentage they had was something along the lines of like uh, that he had was like in the six forties. Not after this start. Not after. Well, actually, after this start, it was still in the six forties. Really, that's impressive. Yeah, he's 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 a good co- and it's not it's not the coach. It's not the coach. And but after one thing I found really funny was um, after. The Sharks beat them. Him and Dave Manson, his head assistant, are walking off the ice. And Woodcroft looks at him and goes, well, that's it then, huh? And, yeah. Manson, and Manson goes, uh-huh. And they were fired two days later. Yeah, they even won their uh, their last game. Mm-hmm. They won their last two. Good, good for them. You know yeah. what? At the end of the day, good for them. <laughs> but that... Their team construction, we talked about, we, you and I talked about this, Ian, on the low-quality Bruins fan uh, season preview. Like, comment, subscribe. And I didn't like their depth. I I didn't like how the team was constructed, how it was Leon, Connor, and Flotsam and Jetsam. And now Stuart Skinner is bad. Calvin Pickard is bad. Jack Campbell has a save percentage in the AHL after he got waived and sent down of 818. And he was his, their better goalie at that point. Here's the yeah. thing. Skinner fell off a cliff. He was great last year. Or great. He was really good last year and fell off a cliff. And the defense had an entirely new system introduced for them because Woodcroft went, yeah, we're gonna, we've got more speed. We've got more offensive talent. We're going to change this up. And for the first three weeks of the season, they were not ready to play NHL hockey against teams that already knew what system they were running. Mm. And they fell apart. I am not giving up on the Oilers being a playoff team. They have an uphill battle. But if Skinner can return to just a little bit of last year's form, which is a huge if, and they start to solidify their system just a little bit, McDavid and Dreisaitl will do the rest. And that team will be the most dangerous fucking sixth seed or wherever they end up yeah. uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, For 15 games, they have 11 points right now. It's not good. The only thing that's glaringly worse is below them in the Pacific. The Sharks, granted, they got two dubs now. 
good for them they've won good two <laughs> one two and uh they're on a three another three game losing streak now but uh their differential is minus 51 right now just 16 just. 16 games in minus 51 they've only scored 21 goals this year it's genuinely impressive like it, it's it's impressive being that bad it's a junior like, team it's <sighs> literally a junior team playing yes. nhl guys do, do, when do you just bring up the barracuda just fuck it. I mean, they, I they're here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is the Barracuda plus Hurdle and Cooch, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not even the youngest team in the NHL either. Like, if they were, at least that would be a story. They're not. I. They might be maybe in the top 10 for youngest well, without looking it so. up. Yeah, find that out. But I don't think they're that close to being the youngest. Mike, they show Mike Greer watching every game and he looks like he wants to not be there like they show mike greer and his owner and his gm box and he looks like he wants to just die well genuinely watching. if you're watching this team like what are you looking for like what what are you what's drawing your interest what are you spending 11 dollars on fucking bottom bowl seats to first see all, right now first of all that's an awesome price no matter yeah. what <laughs> but i'm looking to see how many shots mckenzie blackwood has to yeah. face tonight <laughs> oh thomas you nailed it ninth they are yeah. ninth in age yep. buffalo 25.5 leads yep. the uh is the youngest who's and the, the oldest, oldest is pittsburgh yeah or pittsburgh by the only <laughs> team to eclipse 30 as their <laughs> yeah. average age yeah amazing and they're almost at 31 jeez something to be said i mean they'll be they'll be at 31 by the end of the year right sure will and sure. some birthdays happens mm-hmm. and, uh, i do want to point out the sharks <laughs> who the big bold take was might they might be the first team in 30 years not to get 40 standings points it's looking kind of good it's so kind of way good. too early for something like that one like four game win streak completely fucks it all yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but right now they are on pace with how bad they've been this is why this stat's so impressive they're on pace to have 26 points at the end of the season good job Genuine question, genuine question. You say, oh, a four game win streak can totally change that. Do you see them stringing back to back games where they actually walk away with a dub at this point with the way that they're playing? I don't know if they can. It would be it's possible looking at their schedule. Like if I'm sure we can find two shitty games. You look at but there's there are no easy opponents for them. They're the worst fucking team possibly ever. They're the, they're definitely they're definitely the worst team that's been assembled in the last like. Oh wait, they already did out. that. They did it. Did that? Their two wins came back to back. Did that's right. No it was shit. Flyers then, and everyone was like, "Oh, good. The Oilers won't be the first team to lose." No, they walked over to the Oilers oh, and beat shit. them too. I thought there was a game in between them. Yeah, no, they lost. Well, maybe, they'll the maybe they'll do it one more time. Maybe they'll do it one more time. This I'll still great. take odds. I'll still oh take some odds. But that's such that seven day stretch is incredible. Eight day stretch. A 10-1 loss to Vancouver, a 10-2 loss to Pittsburgh, a 2-1 win against the Flyers, <laughs> a 3-2 win against Stanley Cup favorites to start the season Oilers, and then follow that up by being smacked around 5-0 by the Knights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you're the Flyers, you're like, okay, we kind of knew it, right? Yeah. We just knew we'd be that yeah. team. The fan base was like, we knew that would happen. Mm-hmm. The Oilers were in full, like, blow it up. 
fucking yeah. trade dry settle i don't care like i'm done watching this fucking team i actually watched that uh san jose vegas game and i know yeah. like, the first goal was like within minutes like less than five minutes i think and the game already felt over it does it's like you play that game. team which we're playing that team again uh end of the month mm -hmm. and you play that team and like you score one goal and you go yeah i think that's it i think we can yeah, probably wrap this one up Dude, yeah. I think, was it last year that Bergeron scored in like 36 seconds? And that yeah, was the that game was, goal. That was, was, right. was, was Marshawn. Was it? Nah, there was definitely a Bergeron. <laughs> there one. was a Bergeron. I remember one, I tweeting it out. What's it's actually so, really funny, like, I can't believe we're spending so much time on the Sharks. I can. I fucking love this. <laughs> but what's really funny is that even when they, even when they win, they get shit pumped in shots oh always like they're, gonna, the, they're winning the, out of luck i'm pretty sure when they beat the flyers they were out shot 39 to 16 or something like that shit, let me find out i'm right here <laughs> uh i remember one of their wins they got 39 to 19 well yeah. done Jesus. <laughs> are they okay are they okay? want to hear no. the rarest sound in the nhl this year Yes. It's a shark's gold horn, isn't it? Also, this might be competition for the worst fucking goal horn. Like this it's stuck song. Stuck in 1992. Is, this song is literally 92 Jock Jams. <laughs> okay, but hold on. I distinctly remember I jumping on my trampoline song. into the pool to this song when I was like seven. Are we just gonna have this? this in the background for the whole show? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's kind of a benefit, to be honest, of having of that being rare. Because holy shit, that's that's a time warp, man. It is. It's actually it's a complete time fuck. I never grew up. I love that song. Hell mm -hmm. yeah! I will never agree. That's the worst. In the Sometimes NHL. you gotta get hype. You gotta yeah, get hype to that song. Hype. Dub intensifies. Uh, dub curiosity. Intensifies. <laughs> I absolutely love that, by the way, Thomas. The yeah. dub intensifies of you looking like fucking weird Al Yankovic. Just for reference, the Oilers outshot them 41 to 18 in the next game and lost. <laughs> yeah. So whatever that math is, getting outshot 80 to 37 and having a two-game win streak, good on you. Doesn't even yeah, make sense. Right. I don't think the I don't think the analytics match up on that. Um Andrew, I know you want to talk about this. Uh, I'm just going to say one word, and I'm going to let you go. Vancouver. That top six has been ridiculous. Has been absolutely fucking ridiculous. And I said on this show that I loved their top six and thought that there's a very distinct possibility that they would make the playoffs. And Ian, I remember Ian saying that it's not the that it wasn't the craziest idea. But crazy, it's crazy, but That's it wasn't crazy. that crazy. But, um, well, three and one tied mm -hmm. for the best record in the Western Conference right now. Mm -hmm. What's their shooting percentage? You want to take a stat? Anyone want to take a stat? It's like it's like stupid high at this point in the season, isn't it? Like 38. Oh, you're thinking power play, it's like 15, 14. Their or shooting 15. percentage is 15 percent. Their power play is pretty good too, but like their shooting percentage is 15 percent. you want to know you want to you know how what's the highest what's the highest in last year uh seattle had 12. and we said that That's was unsustainable crazy. too yeah. yeah 
But can somebody can somebody look up the sharks? <laughs> I just want I just need to know. Like does it even register? Hold on, I'm on natural stat trick. Uh shooting percentage according to uh, a five point four, baby. Five point four? Five point four percent. Five point four is nice. Yeah. All right. Get pumped up. It's fucking excellent. Someone's drinking their morning coffee. Like, all right, stop, yeah. stop with that, please. Well, that is. Uh, hopefully, nobody's driving in their car because that horn is bassy as fuck. <laughs> Here's the thing: not only are they leading the league with a with an almost 15 percent shooting percentage, they are second in the league in save percentage. Ooh. To uh, some team that feels a lot more sustainable, I, I can't remember who. That because is. you don't have Thatcher Demko in your fantasy team this year, it literally is. That's what happened to Skinner. It's what's happening to Jari right now. It's what's happening to Vimelka right now. It's if I get you on my fantasy team, fuck you. You're done. Your career's over. Anyway, that being said, there's a fun thing called PDO that I know you guys are aware of, but I'll kind of explain it to people who might not be aware of it. PDO is basically our very rudimentary way of saying, hey, this is a luck factor. Yeah. It combines your team save percentage and your team shooting percentage. A hundred being the dead even, because in That's the league, baseline. you have to have a hundred percent when you combine those two numbers, because math, right? If you go full league wide. The Vancouver Canucks right now are a combined 107. Yep. And they were 110 earlier in the week. The next closest team is the Boston Bruins at mm-hmm. 104. So the Bruins have a little regression in probably goaltending because we have what the, what, what are we what are we working with right now? A 940 average for our goaltending. Something like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but so the highest all time that I could find for PDO was a 103.3 from the 2008 Boston Bruins. That was the highest at the end of a season ever. That was a good season. It was a great season. Fuck Scott Walker. Sure. Fuck Scott Walker. Mm. I don't, I try not to remember anything before 2011. Um, The team's getting ridiculously lucky, but here's the great thing. You point it out to Vancouver fans and they're like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't even give a shit. They're like, hey, dude, I'm just enjoying this. First of I'm, all, have I'm, you seen? I'm, I'm here for the vibes, bro. Yeah, have you seen what I've been dealing with? And second of all, they have banked. Even if this were to stop right now, and when we talk about regression back towards a hundred, it doesn't mean we're regressing under a hundred. We're just getting closer to a hundred. It doesn't mean they're suddenly going to be a shit team going forward, even though they're like 18th in expected goal percentage and things. There's some, a little paper tigery stuff there. But even if right fucking now they turn into not a good team, they have banked 25 points in the standings, only going through like 16% of the season. That's pretty good. I mean, any team, us, uh, Vegas, Vancouver, New York, like these are teams that can sit here and go, okay, even if we get a little bit of a snag here, you've banked basically a quarter of what you need to get to the playoffs in half that amount of the season. 
Vancouver is so likely to make the playoffs at this point. It's nuts, even with their luck turning on them. Out of the top nine players for points in the NHL right now. Ooh, how many? Hold on. I know they have three in the top three. <laughs> they, have four in the t- they have four in the top nine. Four. Damn, who's the one that's... JT Miller, 26 points. Peterson, Peterson 26. 26 points. Peterson, Quinn, Hughes, Quinn Hughes, 26 points. All, actually, 27, I think, at this point, for all of them currently playing. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is... No, that's as of today. That is as of today. No, I mean, they're playing a game literally right now, and I'm pretty sure all of them were just involved in a goal together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And, and coming in the rear at number nine, Brock Besser, 21. Good for him. Yeah. What does Bo Horvat have on the island so far? Not that's, any of those. That's a good point. Literally none of those numbers. That's a good point. It's weird to say out loud, but must be fun to be a Vancouver Canucks fan. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Sorry. Sorry. I couldn't help it. Oh, my God. Good for them. Honestly, fuck them. But, like, good for them. Nah, fuck them. But good for them. But fuck them. I, I can't even say it's uh, the league is a better place when they're good. But uh, no, you can't. <laughs> the cliff notes of it, they're on an absolute luck bender. But even if they regress, the team is not shit no one year earlier than i expected how about that um, by the way the vancouver goal was mm-hmm. peterson with apples for miller and hughes yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> yes oh and and, and uh, calgary just tied it and an assist by aj greer mm-hmm. oh our boy excellent there we go but yeah um i like their top six i didn't think they'd do this I don't I think, think they'll do it all season, but they yeah. gotta they gotta be making the playoffs, right? Like My the, odds are they just they banked yeah. too many fucking points. Yeah, and the 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 what what is the line of demarcation for Thanksgiving? I think it's Thanksgiving. Eighty percent of people any eighty percent of teams in the playoffs still make it. When it's Thanksgiving, I think it's Thanksgiving Day. We're almost yeah. there, buddy. We're, We're almost there. Assist, by the way. Say that again. Greer got the assist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Yep. So, so here's the thing: if you were going to choose teams with like a massive amount of points right now, you've got Boston at 26, the Rangers at 23, yeah, Dallas at 23, Vancouver and Vegas both at 25, and it looks like uh, Vegas is about to get to 27. Yeah. Uh, oh. Montreal just scored as I said that. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure everything's fine. Um, out of those five teams, if my math is correct, and I said five teams, if you were going to choose one that can't maintain that level of play, like who would you choose? It's got to be Vancouver. It would have to be Vancouver. Yeah. It, but then you also go, would you choose any of those teams to miss the playoffs right now? Because I wouldn't. Dallas, Rangers, Vancouver, and what were the other two? Vegas and us. Vegas and Vegas and us. Yeah, no. No, I think all five of those teams make the playoffs. Oh, it's handily. such a huge yeah. cushion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, good for them. Fuck them, though. You want to talk about the opposite? Yes, please. God. Calgary Flames. Blow it up. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Blow it the up. Preseason, the preseason thing, I know for me at least, I thought that they were going to be 
better than like a lot of people had them as a playoff team and I predicted I was like they're going to be better than just a normal playoff team. They're going to be better than a team that just sneaks into the playoffs. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. wrong. Just very wrong. Absolutely not. So, uh and they don't look like a team that's close to like flipping a switch and figuring it out. Uh I just yeah. watched them the other night. Uh the first honestly the first time I've watched them uh start to finish in a game uh this season and not great. Jonathan a lot Huberdeau of good feelings been, coming. Jonathan Huberdeau has been benched mm-hmm. in the third period twice in the last week. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I was so wrong about that trade. I don't have I don't have any glaring reason. Oh, why, I was, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was so right about that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be this right about that trade. Fuck. Uh, that's ten million dollars on the bench in the in in clutch time, and your coach is saying no, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want that. I mean, it's Gaudreau's having the same issue in Columbus, but that's a yeah. whole different conversation. That's yeah. But the reason you can't even think that this is going to get fixed in Calgary is because players are already giving up. They're already done. Nikita Zadorov during the game. We talked about this earlier this week, but during the game was like, no, I want out of here. Yeah. And I bet I, if you're thinking about re-signing any of those, uh, the, your uh, UFAs at the end of the season, what are you doing? You can't keep this going. No, no. I, something is rotten to the core over there, and it wasn't Daryl Sutter. Yeah, and if you're if you're teams like uh, Boston or Toronto or shoot, who else is just looking for a boost in their top six? Like everyone's eyeing that situation. Yeah, fucking vultures, man. They gotta be though. You have to be, and you have just seen your prime target that you were hoping was going to be your prime target. Like, them and the Jets teams were just circling. What's what's funny, too, is that all of this is with a couple of Calgary's prospects looking like pretty good hits. Mm-hmm. They have to be. God, well, Martin, to be. Martin Popisol and Connor Zari look like they're legitimate NHL players. And that's huge for them if yep. they're going to blow it up. So, Zadorov's out the door. I think it looks like Toronto is waiting until they're back from Sweden to make whatever trade they're going to make. Oh, you really think he's going? It's a cap space, though. Too much smoke. Well, I think John Klingberg might be going the other way on that. But too much smoke for there not to be fire on that like they're gonna calgary i think all smoke they might be all smoke they might be all smoke but there's something's got to be done in calgary and jesus it wasn't year what year is the last year of jonathan huberdeau's 10.5 million dollar contract i believe that year is 2030 the end of 2030-2031. Yep. <laughs> That's not a real year. That's not a real year. That year is not real. Oh, we're going to be dead, man. Like, yeah. shit. <laughs> Calgary's counting on the end of the fucking world because, my God, $10.5 million on the books for a guy who's 30. It's not like he's a 26-year-old guy going through a tough time. No, this guy's on the wrong side of 30 and can't stay on the ice. Not because of injuries, like just. But because his coach is saying, "I don't want that." Well, here's the thing. Here's here's the good news. 
Nazem Kadri <laughs> is a minus 10 on the season. Amazing. Has three goals in 15 games and is part of the problem. And he is only signed until 2028-2029. Only. Only. So he's staying in the decade, but so there you go. That is a real that is a real year year, however. It was literally just two seconds ago reading the back of this Nazim Kadri card. (laughs) Oh nice. They had not a chance, right? This wasn't like a they had a crossroads. They were having a great exodus from their team, and they went, let's replace it with the same level of talent that is that talent now rather than do a hard retool keeping the couple of great guys we know we have and getting really high-end prospects and picks yeah and right now that is looking like it has fucked up the next decade of flames hockey and the guy that built that is the current general manager of the toronto maple leafs good for them (laughs) (laughs) life is good time is a flat circle we love is a flat circle fuck like mangiapani looked great to start the year i mean uh, oh this is tough uh tough titties this is the tough this is the toughest of titties this is you've been into a titty and broke a tooth man that is <laughs> not the kind of titty you want to bite tell you wow what. i i hated that i hated that <laughs> word <laughs> oh, you want to talk about the uh the bottom dwellers yeah, a little good news yeah yeah go ahead andrew arizona anaheim we already touched on vancouver and detroit fun teams yeah fun, like actually fun to watch Yep. Anaheim just completed their sixth third period comeback of the year and they're 15 games in. Why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> they're spicy teams, bro. It's just it's spicy. Fucking meme king right here. Have you ever have you actually seen the original video of that? No. I, I, don't, I, just, you. I don't even want to I don't want to discuss it. Uh on on the pod but i will send it to you it's not what i would have expected hmm. I, I can't wait for that no i can but, i can wait for, for that <laughs> well <laughs> long time bottom dwellers getting spicy they're getting spicy, mm, why is it spicy? um <clears throat> why is it spicy god damn it <laughs> um if anyone couldn't tell us recording today was more for us than you this is this is this this show is for us and us alone we literally you, which but... i just needed to break up a few days of not hockey mm-hmm. just needed yeah. to break it up so, favorite team of the four favorite team of the four to watch uh vancouver <laughs> but anaheim's fun yeah I, I would say Anaheim, but one of their fun games was beating the Boston Bruins. Um, yes, fuck them. And but, then I also mm-hmm. want to say Detroit because I've watched probably five Detroit games now, but one of our losses also came to Detroit. Speaking of Detroit, James Reimer, can we talk about that goal for a second? <laughs> do it. Just just do it. He ducked under that puck like it was a dick flying into his mouth. All right, last time. Why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> but let's 
let's be a little fair. He no. never saw no. the puck until it was six inches in front of his face, mm-hmm. and then the human crazy how that happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably would have seen the puck if he wasn't. If he wasn't, what was he doing? Did you watch the play? The deflection yes. it took. Come on, this is unfair. Reimer has been through so much, usually to the hands of the Bruins. Like what? What we shit on him more? Because it's hilarious. Yeah, good point. That's a really good argument, actually. I don't have a comeback for that. <laughs> I've never seen a goalie duck under a puck like that. It at does. Least the, at least it tells Sorokin, the story. Not at least Sorokin, at least Sorokin tried to stop the 108 mile an hour slap shot that came towards him the other night. It was insane. That heronic fucking shot. I think it was, it was what, 106, right? I think One, it was 107. Yep, 107.8, the hardest shot recorded in NHL history during a game. Yeah. Wow. In any, yeah. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> yep. At least Sorokin tried to stop that. I mean, well, I don't know if he did or he was just in position to yeah. look like he did. <laughs> he at least didn't even duck. saw it. <laughs> at least yeah. didn't duck under it. That's one of those shots that when it hits the back of the net, you're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to think? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you just cover your instinctually with a glove over your crotch, yeah. like, oh my god, that yeah. could have been so much worse. Yeah, your Audi, uh, your Audi goes to an any real quick when you see a piece of frozen rubber flying at your face at 107.8 miles an hour. That's I don't even see it though. Honestly, you don't see it. I've you're never not seeing it. Yeah, no, I've never had NHL gear, but I've been hit by pucks before with some padding. And uh, it doesn't feel good. No, it did not feel good. That yeah. was a hell of a play by Stutzla. To be mm-hmm. fair, that to bat it out of the air like fucking Shawnee Otani. Hell of a play for my fantasy team. Thank you, boy. boys. Boys, Arizona is so fun for me. If we're gonna get back to this, like, Arizona yeah. needs to be the answer just because they're still the least offensive in any of those teams or out of any of those teams. Yeah, because we haven't like, played them yet. Every name you hear on that team just feels like a hockey player. Those mm-hmm. guys love each other. They're having so much fun. They're just they're just trying to win, man. Like that's oh, it. They, they're having they a just, good time and trying to win. They just beat the Blue Jackets three to two. There you go. And fucking Dursey's going nuts over there, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like an absolute stud. Yeah. Third place in the uh third place in the central right fourth place in the central right now. Oh, you know, you know, I would watch every minute of a of a Yotes playoff series. Every minute. Oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. Oh, but good stuff there. I, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I know I, I whatever Anaheim is doing right now, I don't think it's sustainable. Out of those four teams, the only team I would actually pick to make the playoffs right now is Vancouver. Yeah. OK. Yeah. But I am going to have a lot of fun watching those. And, and, and for for both Arizona and Anaheim, it is just a feel-good season. Both of those fan bases are just like, hell yeah, man. Like, we just want to win some games. In we don't need more of, top 10 picks. We need it, these young guys to get good. In this kind of, in the kind of rebuild that they are, which was tear it down by the studs, having a season like this is more beneficial. Yep. And the the young defenseman after Drysdale went down in Mishnikov. Mishnikov, holy that guy! I could watch that guy play hockey. Every he's going to be a stud night. for fifty. He's going to be a stud for fifty. Yeah, minutes, no doubt. That's going to be a McAvoy type. Like he is going to get Norris votes someday. Mm-hmm. That's how good. good I think he is. He's very very good. And if you asked us that 
at the beginning of this season, we probably would have said it's possible, but it's going to have to be on a different team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. <sighs> Their ratings, according according to an article I saw, I don't even know, and scripts, whatever, I don't know, oh, uh, I have gone up by 900%. Hmm. And they're talking about how it's on an available channel now. It makes sense. Like people local could actually watch it without having to buy extra shit. It's because they bought out. They bought out their contract from Diamond Sports before Diamond Sports went belly up. Yeah, great. You know what my argument is? Hey, maybe it's because you're actually winning a game once in a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's (laughs) making a big difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fuck! They finally figured it out. How easy was it? Yeah. It's also easier to watch a hockey game when you're not having to watch it on a terrible app like Nesson 360. True. Or I have God. to reset the fucking thing five times every game. That's really and fun. For some reason, the NHL was like, hey, that Nesson app seems to be working really well. Let's copy them. Yeah. It's the best. ESPN, um, plus, with a, ESPN plus with a VPN, man. That's what I, you got. Honestly, I, ESPN plus, I don't necessarily love the broadcast, but it's consistent. Yeah. It never freezes up on me. And there's always games on. Always. Yep. yep. I, so love, I love I don't have a lot of complaints about ESPN Plus. I do j- just the Nesson app is just fucking killing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, So to kind of wrap up our whip around here for the NHL. Favorite NHL story this week. Hmm. I can I start. Do. I got a no. I got a short one. Go straightforward. Go for it, man. My favorite story this week is that the Rangers felt the need to put out a statement that says we were never interested in Patrick Kane. The end. Love that. I just love that. I love the little like kind of smack in the tits, especially because they're doing so well. And they're like, we don't think a player like Patrick Kane can improve our chances this year. We're good. Love to see it. (laughs) Ian, what do you got? It's such a it's such a hard question. But I think I'll go with, yeah, I, I think I'll go with uh, the Capitals goalie Lindgren just going on a fucking heater. Oh, he's, he has been, he has been outstanding. He's so, been awesome. Yeah. He's and that team is winning a couple games. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I would really like to see that team kind of mess with the Metro, at least down the stretch. So if they find, if Kemper continues, I thought Kemper was going to be great for this team. And I'm still surprised it hasn't happened, but. He's been like painfully average. Yeah. But if Lincoln gets hot, absolutely. I think that's my favorite thing that has recently developed. That or Toronto fans completely turning on Bertuzzi, but whatever. (laughs) That's a whole different thing. Um. Mine is speaking of Toronto. They benched Ryan Reeves. Zero points in twelve games with a minus eleven. Outscored seven nothing when he's on the ice. He had a game where he played six minutes and was a minus <laughs> two. <laughs> he, and then the game How after do you that, do that. And then the game after that, he played four forty three and was a minus one. <laughs> Jeez. It's weird. Every time I put this guy on the ice, the other team scores. <laughs> and sh- well, but Sheldon Keefe did have the um, smarts question mark to stop the nonsense and bench him. 
Oh, it only took 16 games and also signing him in the first place, which was not a $1.4 million a year contract for three years for a 36 year old enforcer. He could win the next six cups in a row. And I would still think he's a bad coach. I swear to God. Again, he didn't sign threes, but I, I think he's, I think it's objective at this point. I think he's objectively a bad coach. And, He's I'm so sick of people like in articles to being like, well, we know he's a good coach. How do we fucking know that? We don't know that. Well, all you have to do to know that he's a bad coach is watch all or nothing. But that was certainly a, a hint tattooed to his forehead. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's guy. all you have to do is. And he's you know what he is? He's Barry Switzer right now. He is not a great coach. And he's being propped up by by star power, and it's the only reason that he's still has a job. Yeah, but they won a playoff series. You mean haven't they been favored in every playoff series they've been in the last like three years? Every like, single one. And then they got swept. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Maybe they didn't get swept. I don't even remember how that second. They might have all gotten swept in the second round. No, they got one game in. They got one. Oh, game. a gentleman's sweep. Gentleman classy sweep. Panthers, and then they sweep. swept the Canes, which was still classy. Mm-hmm. That was class. That was classy as fuck. You know what? That that Panthers team did a lot of good after that first round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Fuck the Canes, though. Yes, fuck the Canes. They, um, they somehow made it as as least painful as possible after making you know it really painful. Yeah. Wait. Well, the finals weren't great, but we'll give them that. I can't believe the holidays are already here. Yeah, I'm already stressing. Yeah, same. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on right now. You might have heard me talk before about Raycon's products. I use their earbuds at work for hours and hours every day, listening to podcasts, music, Teams meeting calls, uh, everything. I swear by them. They're more, they've more than paid for themselves and honestly keep me sane at my regular 40. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect inner fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. It's honestly been your best purchase yet because you never remember to charge your stuff. Whatever. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. So to get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a little bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their website with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buy Raycon com slash THPN. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want a real, real good bet, 
Sharks plus 195 against the Blues tonight. Automatic. <laughs> Automatic. Automatic. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 8887-897777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Nailed it. Nailed Perfect. it. God, that's a wordy bitch. It's tough. Your cadence of how to read a phone number is upsetting to me, though. To be fair, like there's no like that three, got squirrely three. for me too. You were like eight 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 seven eight nine seven seven seven. And I was like, <laughs> I got to like the third seven, and I was like, wait, are there four sevens or five sevens? Wait, holy shit! Five. Why wouldn't they just write the numbers? Why do I have to read out the whole word? I don't know. I don't know. Boys, I think uh, I think we switch over and we do a couple voicemails before we uh, get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's All do that. right, here's one. Oh, first, let's preface this: we are one game into our predictions already, so there are no predictions on this. We can review that uh, real quick. Uh, Sabers won five two the other night. Ian had a four two dub. I had a three one dub. Andrew had a three nothing shutty. So we all got wins, but going by differential. Ian is in the lead for the week, so we will be going into these uh, last two games, the Habs and the Lightning for the week, uh, to see who wins this week. It will not be Andrew. Here is the first call. (laughs) Good evening, gentlemen. What an absolute show up in Buffalo, my guys. Right? Coming back after losing to Montreal, all right? You know, this team, it's not about... How you lose half the time is more about how you bounce back. And this team freaking bounced back 5-2. to two. Would I have liked to see 5 nothing? Of course. But, you know, I get it. You build up a 5 nothing lead, you get a little too comfortable, but at least they didn't completely blow the lead. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what any of us would have done. But, anyways, hope you guys have a great night. Really enjoy the podcast. Honestly, freaking love it. 10 out of 10. Just absolute perfect. Go Bees. Go Bees! Go Bees! And you know what they say? Who are you? Yeah, I was just going to say. (laughs) You know what they say, though? A 5-0 lead is the worst lead in hockey, and the Bruins still came out on top, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought they said a 2-0 lead is the worst lead in hockey. No, that's bullshit. That's a ridiculous thing to say, and I'm a little embarrassed that you even had the balls to say it. Honestly, it's fucking nice. embarrassing, Andrew. It's the syphilis talking. I'm sorry. It's definitely the chlamydia. Here's another right call. to his brain. 
Hey boys, how you doing? It's your uh, it's your beast fan in Buffalo here. Uh, at sign Mrs. Underscore Nesbit eight seven on the old Twitter machine. I'm um, sorry, I'm just getting over a sickness. I sound like a thirteen year old. Um, just uh, wanted to react to the game last night. Great bounce back win from the boys. Um, love the intensity. Still think we shouldn't have given up too, but um, it's over with now. Uh, great to see uh, Poitra kind of you know get back on the uh, the points board there. Marshan looked like he finally had a fire lit up his ass quite a bit, um, which usually happens when he's out in Buffalo. Um, <clears throat> so it was all nice to see. Um, I wanted to touch on, I, I'm, I'm, you know, on the sports pages in Buffalo and, and, and stuff like that. They are calling for McAvoy's head. Um, I just think this is wild. Like, at first, oh, yeah, you got a couple pissed off fans. Why wouldn't you? You know, the team's getting smashed. Thompson's going to be out. No fault of McAvoy whatsoever, in my opinion. But they're calling him now one of the top five dirtiest players in the fucking league. I, I, I don't fucking, I don't understand, I don't see it. What are your thoughts on this? Like, obviously, I'm, I'm sure we all disagree, but with him being in the limelight with two of these kind of, uh, you know, obviously with a purpose, um, the last the last hit was, um, there was intent, but this one, come on. Anywho, just wanted to drop a note. It's been a while since I've been able to check in. Um, hope you're all doing well. Go bees. No, no bees. bees. No I can bees. guarantee one thing. You don't sound like a 13-year-old bunch. <laughs> you, know you know what he sounds like? You know what he sounds like? He sounds like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I'm fine with that. I now that's how great. I'm going to picture him. You should keep that voice, actually. It's yeah. kind of sick. That sounded good. Uh, real quick. Uh, so, Tage Thompson, it sucks that he got hurt. It does. Uh, it's a wrist injury, so it had nothing to do with the McAvoy play. Uh, uh-huh. McAvoy, the... The, the quote-unquote play in question uh, McAvoy's foot going up in a quick change of direction all your power skating is in your heel all of it and when you dig your heel in to change direction the front of your skate will lift up that's all that fucking was there was no fucking intent to it there was no stomp there was none of this shit and that was in I think the first period Tage got a little cut he was back in the game and then got hurt in the second period. Yeah, it wasn't and a now block he's going to miss wrist? two months. Yeah, yeah, it was a block a block shot. Yeah, yeah. so those like those two things times? actually don't align. But I just want to point that out. Like people who don't know how to fucking skate are the ones actually calling out that play. That shit drives me fucking crazy. And the yeah. person that's like in that was like in front of calling out the play was fucking Drew Livingstone, a, a Scott a Steve Dangle producer. Yeah. You would think. You would think. No, that, the, you that one. No, you, okay, you not Drew. No, good. you wouldn't. No. 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 Drew, Drew can eat a whole bag of dicks. Whole um, bag of dicks. Hold on, literally, I, I, I'm not even going to like, No, I would like to assume that he knows better, but he was just doing it to troll in some way. Yes, but he after was. reading like more responses, I'm not entirely sure he's not just a dick bag. Yeah, he's probably just a dick bag. <laughs> probably just a dick bag. Yeah, part so, for the course. Yeah, basically, we all agree with you. That was that's a ridiculous notion to yes. think that. Yeah. that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. think somebody who was a producer at, at this, you know, big global empire, whatever the fuck, knows how skating works. You would think that. In theory. Yes. <laughs> that is going to be something that follows McAvoy for a little while, because it always does. Any suspension. And now every team, because people love suspensions, they pay attention to them. You know, any team we play, if Mac is involved in a, in a play that got aggressive, I mean, dirty player. When was there. his first suspension, though? His first one? What was that? 
two was it really that long ago it was there's some space in between it's like three four five years in between so, yeah, but you know what I mean? It, it's not even about that. It's like, it's the recency bias of... Well, I mean, look at the, the shoulder to the face. That's a bad hit. That was a stupid hit. It was a bad no, hit. I don't, there's not too many knowledgeable Bruins fans who don't look at that and then like, you got to clean that shit up. Yeah. What are you doing there? Mm-hmm. It was unnecessary hit. I don't know if he necessarily wanted to injure him, but you don't make that that move without trying to fuck somebody up a little bit. Maybe right. not knock him out of the fucking game, but... Yeah, there's there was intent there. It was a stupid ass play. Yeah, but that shit sometimes just fucking happens. Mm-hmm. But this play with Tage Thompson, it, there was nothing to it. So, no, it's a damn shame he's hurt though. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great player. You nailed that, Ian. It's a bummer. Yeah, I nailed that. I always knew Tage was gonna be great. Always, always, knew. always knew. It was just something about the fact that he is a piece of shit that uh, <laughs> that uh, made me know. God, he's so fun to watch. I hope he gets well soon because that's. I, I don't know if they released how long. It's gonna be a while though, right? At least. A- Granado said. I think a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They said a little bit under two months. So like yikes. six, six weeks, seven weeks, something like that. Yeah. Ooh, my Buffalo take isn't going anywhere anytime soon, is it? Yeah. A year away from being a year away. But hey, I still got excuses built in because the injury bug has not been kind. There you go. Yeah, good job by me. I have Love an excuse. that for you. And that's what all this game is, man. You got to have an excuse for the things you're wrong about and everything you were right about. It's because you're smart. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that, that, that's an old Jordan Peele quote. Everything I did, I did on purpose. Unless you hated it, in which case that was an accident. That was an accident, dude. <laughs> I can't be perfect 100% of the time. What do you want? <laughs> Anybody got closing thoughts? I want to pull out this stat because it was a really funny stat. The Bruins power play this year is four for 43 when Matt Patra does not draw the penalty. When he does draw the penalty, they are seven for seven on the power play. There's your useless fucking stat of the day. I love that stat. Do you think it has anything to do with anything? No. Okay, It's just cool. That's it. I don't have any fun stats for you other than the fact that once again, the Bruins have a high 800 percentile of uh, point percentages. I said that weird, but 867 point percentage to match last year's whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> like, Jesus. I think this team, I think this team is good. The team's not bad. That's all I care about is, is this team an 867 win percentage team? No, but it is not bad. I got no thoughts other than fuck the Canes. Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck the Canes. Fuck the canes. Also, go bees. Go bees. Go bees.